Welcome to Creativity and Soul with Jade. I'm your host, Jade Chung, and I'm an art therapist, intuitive healer, and integrative trauma coach. I help women heal their mind, body, and soul so that they can expand into a creatively led life that feels embodied, expressive, and authentic. In this podcast, we are exploring all of the different ways, avenues, opportunities, and concepts that are going to help you embark on your journey into becoming the truest version of yourself. Are you ready? Let's dive right in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. So today I have a really reflective episode in mind for you guys. Um, I, a little update, I guess, life update. I just arrived back to Hong Kong last night um, and I'm going to be here for um, the holidays through to the new year um, all the way to the end of January just to, yeah, just just spend time with my family, um, just to be with my dogs who I, you know, haven't taken to Vancouver with me for many, many practical and logical reasons that we don't need to get into. But yeah, I decided to really, yeah, just spend some time home. And what that has made me really feel into is frankly, just a lot of reflection as to what's really happened, you know, in my life in my business, in my own personal development, in my own spiritual growth over the last year, (laughs) over 2023. And there has been a lot. (laughs) I, you know, in the most like tangible, like tangible material sense, some of the changes were that I moved to Vancouver. Um, I really went all in on my business I started two programs this year, um, both homecoming and alive. (laughs) I invested myself, invested in myself in ways that I never thought that I would. You know, I have invested in mentors who have allowed me to see (laughs) my business and my life and everything about my reality so, so differently. I have um, gotten engaged to the love of my life. I have traveled a whole bunch this year. It's just been a very, very big year full of massive transformation and really, really accelerated growth in all the ways. And I wanted to, yeah, do an episode today about, as you can see in the title, a few of the lessons that I have really embodied, well, first realized and then embodied over the course of 2023. Um, And some of these are really big, (laughs) really, really big things that I hope will inspire you and give you some guidelines as to what you might want to think about and be conscious of, um, in the year ahead. So without further ado, let's dive in. The first lesson that I learned as a healer, as a little human being in 2023 was around rest. 
And the fact that rest is truly some of the most productive work that we can ever do for ourselves. 2023 was the year that I finally, finally let go and released my need to overwork. And this is still something that I, that feels almost like new to talk about for me because to be honest, throughout 2023 and the year before that, um, I had been overworking. I had been, you know, working often nine to 10 hours a day through the weekends, um, just really in this very passionate driven go, go, go mode. But you know, whilst in that space, because it was coming from such a soul driven, like, you know, it was, it was all around my passion. It was all around this business that I'm building, which is essentially my baby. Um, I didn't ever really see it as to be honest, like hard or a burden until I burnt out. And so I didn't realize really that I was overworking. Um, it, I'm also a manifesting generator. And so I have a lot of energy to give when um, I'm in that like flow state and when I'm really just driven and inspired by something. And so I just didn't realize that I was um, that I was in a cycle of overwork until, like I said, I burnt out. And, you know, frankly, it's something that, like I said, like it's almost like very raw for me to talk about because I think I do feel a little bit of shame <laughs> around talking about this coping mechanism that I leaned on so heavily because you know I'm a I'm a I work in mental health right I'm a therapist I'm a healer and I often talk about the importance of giving yourself space and taking care of your body taking care of your nervous system um but I was really blind for a long time to the fact that I was actually in a low level really harming my nervous system and I just did not realize it um so yeah it feels like a big thing to really say this out loud today um and it's been something that I have really worked on over the last four months or so there are just so many myths that we live in these days around what it means to be productive and what it means to be like a successful member of society, right? That we need to be going and doing and in this masculine energy all the time. And because, you know, frankly, a lot of, a lot of um, the population <laughs> is, you know, by human design, generators right a lot of us are generators or manifesting generators and a lot of us do have a lot of energy to give but a lot of us are also not conscious of the fact that regardless of how much energy that you have to give you have to be giving it in a way that is aligned and in a way that is really really conscious and where you are not bypassing um why you might be giving out so much energy and whether that energy is coming from a place of like real truth and from a place of like real your cup is full and your battery is charged and you are actually charging that battery back up 
(laughs) And it sounds so simple, but let me tell you, I see, you know, I've seen this in myself so deeply and I see this with my clients. It's something that we bypass and we excuse because, you know, like I said, we live in this world that is so hyperproductive and that, you know, creates this culture of, you know, because of all of our standards around productivity and success, there is this feeling of, you know, not being enough constantly, right? Feeling like um, you have to compare yourself to others, feeling like you're not quite where you want to be, feeling like there is a next level that you always need to get to. And it's this feeling like you are just having to battle time. (laughs) You're just having to battle your body and you're battling your needs in order to catch up with the standards and expectations of what's been placed for you and what you've perceived as truth that are honestly, frankly, really not actually real. (laughs) And, you know, all of these standards and things that we have around productivity and what it means to be, you know, like I keep saying, a successful member of society is just totally a construct And it's something that you know, you can know, and I have known for a long time and I preach it for a long time, but I didn't really fully allow myself to embody that because I was scared. (laughs) I was scared of what it would mean for me to rest because that program in me was so deeply ingrained, this idea of, you know, the more you work, the harder you work, the more you will have in life, right? You can only achieve and you can only have your dreams if you work hard and growing up like working hard was something that was really rewarded right it was something that my parents really um like validated me in and really saw me in whenever I did you know push myself to the limit and so when I was what I didn't realize really was that when I was overworking in my business and I was, you know, allowing myself to do it because I really did just naturally have all this energy and it was from a place of passion. What I didn't realize is that a lot of it was a coping mechanism. A lot of it was a way for me to feel validated and seen by my parents, by, you know, society, by others. And it stemmed for me from a very sneaky unworthiness wound, just feeling not enough just as I am. And so that I had to do more in order to be enough. And as a result of that, you know, about three months ago, four months ago, I started to really, really feel very, very tired. I started to get sick. Quite often I was traveling at the time, but also like hustling at work. And, you know, it was summer, it was really exciting, there was a lot going on, but my nervous system and also just my entire physical body and my immune system was not having it. Um, And I wasn't in alignment fully because I wasn't giving myself permission to rest. And when I say rest, I don't just mean sleep. I don't just mean, you know, like (laughs) sleep 15 hours tonight and get back on the horse tomorrow. I mean rest in the sense of allowing yourself to truly, truly recharge in the way that you need to. And to frankly, sometimes force yourself to do that. 
even when it feels uncomfortable, even when there's that niggle inside of you that <laughs> that is making you feel bad about the fact that you are resting because Resting is where your parasympathetic nervous system turns on, right? When we rest, when we are able to be in a essentially relaxed state, when we can be in what we also call ventral vagal, that is where your nervous system repairs, that is where your cells repair, that is where your organs get to repair. It's really, really crucial. And um, if you don't rest, your adrenals burn out quite simply, right? If you're go, go, go all the time, your adrenals will burn out and you will find yourself in a shutdown state, which is basically almost where I was before I um, really decided to do something about it. And I don't want that for I don't want that to be the norm. I feel like it's become this norm that we in society, a lot of us, you know, we work ourselves to the bone. We go, go, go to the bone until we are almost at the point of collapse. And then we realize, okay, shit, I need a holiday now. I need to book a two week retreat. And then we go do that and we feel better. We feel rejuvenated, but then we, you know, send our bodies and our nervous systems back into that same survival fight or flight place you know the moment we go back into work and we go back into our 12-hour days and it's it ends up being like this yo-yo um there's this yo-yo roller coaster experience of life um and not in a good way (laughs) you know we're just moving essentially from sympathetic to shutdown sympathetic to shutdown all the time and yeah this has been a big lesson that I have learned and really, really embodied. And I've done so much work around really, it's not, it's not even around releasing the overwork. Yes, I have released the overwork and I now allow myself to rest and have a lot of free time where I need to. And I work whenever I feel energized and charged for the most part. Um, But what I actually released was the, trauma that was underlying all of that and the shame that was causing me to not deal with that trauma and not deal with that um that pain inside the unworthiness inside so you know our for me the overwork was a coping mechanism and um underneath our coping mechanisms is always some unhealed pain and some unhealed trauma. Um, if you joined um, the Break the Cycle Masterclass, then you will, you know, have heard me talk all about this. And it's really, really big. And it's something that, you know, I don't know, it, like the, the whole rest and productivity um, piece is something that so many of us struggle with without realizing it. And so it's really something that I want to talk more and more about and talk about my journey around that. So yeah, that is the real first lesson that I learned in 2023. Not the first, but the the first, one of the first major ones. Now, the second lesson that I learned is that sometimes what is required for our next level self 
to come into fruition, to come into being, is for us to surrender into a process of death and rebirth energetically. The way that life works, right? The way that, yeah, the life in this world works and this universe works is that everything has a, everything has a pattern of death and rebirth, whether that be our literal hearts beating, right? The way that we die and are born into the world, how we incarnate into bodies, to the ways that trees, right, get to you know, are the leaves, <laughs> the leaves that fall from trees, they die. And then from that death, they are able to be reborn, right? They regrow in the right season again. And, you know, over life, right? I believe that we meet and we embody many, many, many different iterations of ourselves. You know, you weren't the same person that you were 10 years ago and to be honest even two years ago maybe even two months ago you were a pretty different person and of course there are parts of us that stay very core to us our soul stays very core to us but life is a constant constant process of change and there is a lot of power and a lot of, I don't even know, magic, I suppose, in surrendering to that process of big change, of change within yourself, where you let parts of you die and create space for new parts of you to be born. And sometimes we get really resistant to the process of change and evolution because it's scary to let the past go. It's scary to let, you know, what has become safe to us and what we have become attached to as our truth and our, as our identity, to let that go is really, really scary thing and so for many of us we cling on to different things in our lives we cling on to whether that be relationships or jobs or situations um, but also frankly just parts of ourselves memories within us trauma emotion we cling on to those things because they have served us in some way because they protected us in some way but there comes a point where everything that once served us will go through a process of death <laughs> and change and needing to be let go of and reborn surrendering to the cycle of death and rebirth for me this year has been really 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 big I don't even have fully have words to describe it um a lot of it has come around, you know, letting the part of me that was so clung on to my work and my identity around work and all that stuff that I just talked about in that first lesson, letting that part of me go and creating space for more, creating space for a new version of me to rise. And 
an image that often comes to me that I anchor into as I've been doing this work is truly, you know, the image of a phoenix that rises from the ashes. Sometimes we truly have to allow ourselves to be burnt (laughs) to death, right? To die energetically. We have to allow ourselves to burn it all down if that's what we feel we are being called to do, to trust that we are going to be held by the universe, by energy, by those around us who love us and support us and who create a container for us. We have to realize that in order to rise, in order to step into a higher and next more aligned, more true, more authentic iteration of you, it requires you to have to let some things truly, truly go. And that is okay. Because really, what we are here to do is to be in the process of change. What we're here to do is to is to really reach that is to not even reach, but is to really learn the lessons that we are meant to learn in this lifetime to serve in the way that we are meant to serve. And we cannot do that. We cannot be in our most authentic selves and we cannot move into our dreams and our visions and what we are here to do, all the bigness that is in that, all the potential that is in that. If we cling on to all the stuff that is past, All right, my in-depth foundational healing program, Alive, is going to be opening its doors up again for our second round, our second round of members in December. So we are going to be starting off 2024 with deep commitment to healing our mind-body, to healing our nervous systems, to bringing our nervous systems back into safety to feeling alive again by rewiring all of the limiting beliefs, dissolving all of the trauma and allowing ourselves to come back to what it means to live a life that feels whole, feels healed, that feels soulful and pleasurable and where we are truly in our highest version of ourselves and living through the lens of creativity and curiosity. Alive is my, like I said already, foundational program that takes you through my entire healing blueprint. This is the blueprint that I use with my one-on-one clients that I have curated and developed based off of my own personal experience in my own healing journey, as well as my expertise as an art therapist, an integrative trauma coach, as an intuitive healer as well. And so this is truly, truly the one program that is going to change and shift your entire nervous system, your entire outlook on life and your ability to feel so connected with yourself, with the world and with the people in your life. This is not your average self-development or a mindfulness course. I am truly taking you through 11 modules of self-paced trainings practices and exercises that literally run the gamut from A to Z. And this is also a semi-live program where you get access to one full year of live bi-weekly group healing calls with me. So that's a total of 27 calls where we will be alternating and ranging between different topic-focused somatic healing 
breath work, art therapy, conscious movement, energy healing, and so much more. We'll be diving deep into the active trauma release in these live sessions while you get the concepts, foundations, and knowledge and frameworks that is going to hold you into the rest of your life through the modules that I have pre-recorded for you. In addition, with this round, um, we are going to be introducing a full year of a private Telegram group where you will get to be supported and support your peers, other members in this program. And I will also be dropping in there with weekly invitations, weekly riffs, and um, support for you guys as well. This program, I would say, is really for anyone on their healing journey or beginning their healing journey who is ready to commit to themselves on a deeper level. Through this program, you will gain a strong and resilient nervous system. You will become so deeply connected and present with your body that you will be able to master self-regulation. You will feel deeply open and secure in yourself. You will relieve all of those trauma-based and stress-related physical and mental symptoms that you might have been holding for many years and you have not been able to kick through talk therapy, through supplements, through medication. Nothing has worked. This is the blueprint that is going to allow for you to have all of the tools, all of the frameworks that you need to come back into the home that is in your body and in your soul. So all of the details on Alive are going to be in the show notes of this episode. Read it through and if you feel called, if it speaks to you, then this is your time. Let's make 2024 a full season of deep growth, deep repair, and massive, massive expansion. I am so excited to be expanding the Alive community, and I hope to see you in there with me. That that energetic idea of death creates space inside of you, right? When I let, for example, that that not enoughness within me, right? That not even let her go, but, you know, I was speaking earlier about that really, that, that part of me that really just always wanted to be seen and validated by my parents and, you know, felt not enough. And that's why I was overworking all the time. That was really a part of me that was unhealed and just needed to be processed. And what that process for me meant was to let her go, was to let that lesson be embodied, right? For me to understand rest, for me to understand what it means to fully actually see myself in my inner child and give myself all of the compassion and love to reparent myself in the way that I, um, you know, didn't fully receive in the way that I needed to when I was little. What, like, you know, those were the lessons that I had to learn. And from those lessons from embodying them and understanding them, I was able to let that part of me die. And that was a really, really big part of me. And so, you know, that space in rising up to it has allowed me to understand myself, not only so much deeper, but it has created almost this like force and this energetic capacity within me and this knowing in, okay, that has been one lesson, one cycle that I had to move through in order to get to the next lesson, the next cycle that I get to embody um, that I don't quite know yet, but it's coming and 
you know, it, it's all just constantly a process that we move into a process of death and rebirth that we are living in again and again, in order to get to our highest evolution, right? Um, and what I will also add here is what is required and what, you know, I, let's talk about it from, to be honest, my perspective, um, and my own experience. I was not able to fully surrender into that death and that rebirth of me by myself. And I think for a long time, I didn't actually feel totally fully held and totally fully seen um, in a lot of these patterns, even when I was in therapy for a long time, even when I had been in um, multiple healing programs for a while. I never felt fully seen in that way. And so I had never had someone support me and tap into and be able to see the blind spot of, you know, all of the protective masks that I was wearing, right? This um, coping mechanism around overworking. And I also, you know, to be honest, through 2023, especially, you know, in the beginning, I would say like the first half of 2023, um, you know, I've talked, I think I've talked about this on Instagram a little bit before, but I was really stuck in rigid routines in all kinds of ways. I just felt like I had to do things a certain way. Um, I had to run my business in a certain way. I had to present myself in a certain way. I always had to say the perfect right things um, because I, you know, just, I was afraid that I wouldn't be accepted. I wouldn't be seen. I wanted to just be this like perfect healer, this perfect therapist for people. And that rigidity prevented me from being able to fully surrender for the longest time. And really that was all an effect of my fear of being really, really, truly, fully vulnerable and raw and in my authenticity with all of my imperfections, all of my realness and trust that that is who I'm here to be and that's who I'm here to show up as and that's all that's not even all but that is more than enough and that is really just why I'm here and so to be me to be authentic is the greatest gift that I can give to the world I didn't allow myself to believe that I kind of knew that cognitively but I couldn't fully embody it because I didn't feel safe and I didn't feel held enough for a long time um, to be able to see those little bits in me and it was only when I started working with a new mentor of mine she really gave me the safe container that I needed to finally allow myself to crumble around that and almost brings tears to my eyes as I talk about this um I didn't realize that I for the longest time just really needed a space to allow for that part of me those parts of me to be seen to be processed to be taken care of and then in that you know loving acceptance then be released from me to then 
allow myself to move on from the attachment that I created around that. And frankly, (laughs) the rebirth process from it since allowing those pieces of me to die has been a really massive energetic shift in all the ways it has been very overwhelming isn't the perfect word for it but it's been a lot for me to hold and it's been just a lot of big realizations a lot of me sinking into my truth and a lot of me just having to step into a whole next level of what it means to be courageous and how I show up in my business and it's been a challenge to say the least but I wouldn't have it any other way because I feel so much bigger than I did like inexplicably inex oh my god I can't speak inexplicably bigger in all the ways from how I felt even the beginning of the year um when I let that part of me go and I created that space within me for a new part to be born right for that next iteration of my higher self to really come in and and be seen and be heard and be ready for it I started just seeing things very differently um and it's taken me a while to honestly like come back into um having enough energy to come into alignment if that makes sense with that rebirthed version of me and I feel like currently I am very much in the process of deep realignment into my next level but this has probably been I would say actually the biggest lesson Um, it's almost like a very abstract thing but this has been the biggest shift that I have gone through um and to be honest you know to stretch this just a little bit more in talking about death and rebirth it's not only you know I gave the example of of you know this younger part of me essentially trauma that I had to let go of in order to be reborn but there have also been other different little like cycles of death and rebirth that have all culminated to this big transition energetic upgrade that I'm in Um, and that includes you know leaving Hong Kong that includes moving to Vancouver that includes getting engaged that includes you know with all of that releasing old relationships releasing old attachments releasing old ways of being and old versions of me that had kept me safe for so long and that made sense to me as you know the identity that I just saw of myself letting that go right seeing all of the wisdom all of the ways that they have served me and allowing myself to really just reinvent (laughs) to see myself differently and to not feel ashamed about that and to not feel weird about that um, and to not feel like I have to be held down by other people's perspectives and opinions of me and it's been such a big journey of really what I would say is coming into my sovereignty as a soul as a human being (laughs) um 
on a whole other level. And this is something that I, you know, have, I don't know, I guess like the idea of death and rebirth is something that is so energetic, you know, in the way that we like look at it. But when we talk about trauma healing and we talk about the work that I do, it really is at the essence of it. And yeah, I want this lesson to be a reminder for you that it's okay to change and sometimes change is the exact thing that is absolutely necessary for you to be reborn. And that's so, so, so powerful. And that is how you come into just a deeper version of yourself. And isn't that all we are here to do? Like that's all we want to do, right? Is to come into fuller and deeper understanding of what we're here to do and how to be more in alignment with what we have to give. And this is how we do it. We have to surrender to the death and rebirth. Okay, so the third lesson that I learned in 2023 is that we are not here to change anyone. That we cannot change anyone, but we are here All of us are here to activate those around us who are ready for change and who are, you know, ready to create that change for themselves. And this applies to healers and therapists kind of like specifically, but truly to anyone, (laughs) especially those of us who have been fixers or like martyrs or peacemakers our whole lives who just deeply want to help people who deeply want to be in service who you know might you might be really intuitive and you might be able to just sense when you might be able to just tell and sense (laughs) where you know where things are missing for people and you just want to help them change but the truth of the matter is we can't change anyone Um, and people have to change for themselves. And, you know, like for me, I, I feel like I've said this for all three lessons, but I've always known this on a logical level, right? It's common sense that we can't actually change anyone, but this was the year that I really fully understood what that meant, especially as a healer, especially as a therapist. Um, you know, because, I mean, it all kind of ties together, but because I was so fixated for a long time without myself realizing it on being the perfect therapist and the perfect healer, I had attached this idea of, um, my job was to help people change, right? My job was to help fix people, um, was to help fix what was broken. And... What I've realized very deeply is that the more I worked with clients, the the deeper I have worked with my clients, I really started to notice the way that I was just enacting <laughs> my martyrdom in my working relationships. And, you know, this need to save, this need to fix, it's something that has always been kind of prevalent in my relationships, both romantic and with my friends. And it comes from, it comes from many things. We don't need to dive into it. It comes from the way that I was raised. It comes from trauma from childhood. 
And I always saw that as a good thing. And, you know, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. There's no good or bad. But I always saw that as something that um, was almost like the goal or the mission that I wanted to, um, that I wanted to achieve in becoming um, a healer and a therapist. But to some level, that was an illusion, (laughs) That was an illusion that I really um, found myself needing to break and shatter this year because the only people, the only person, (laughs) I should say, that we can ever change and enact change in is ourselves, we can't change anyone, even as a therapist, even as a healer, we, I can't change anyone. It's not my job to change people. It is my job to activate people, to be mirrors for those who are ready to be mirrored, right? To be a change maker in my own way, to live and be in my own gifts, right? My own potential, what I am here to do, right? With the message that I am here to share, um, the ways in which I am meant to relate to people. And that will look different for everyone. But for me, right? Yes, my purpose is to be very much a healer, a therapist, someone who serves um, people in this very like direct helping way. But the goal now I see has never really been about um, making people change. It's not about making people change. It's not about making people to change. It's about changing within ourselves and being an activator for others to change for them, right? And for each and every single one of us, everything that we are here to do, it all starts from within us. We are the only people who have access to the depth that is inside of us. We are the only people who can motivate ourselves. Um, We can try and attach and use sources of external validation and external sources of motivation. And that might, you know, really support us in many good ways through our journeys. But we can't fully rely on that because everything that is outside of us and who we truly are and our own agency is ultimately temporary. It's ultimately fleeting, right? Everything everything is temporary in this world. And so the only thing that we only fully have agency over is ourselves. And, you know, what we can only ever focus on is growing ourselves and serving others, you know, in in my case, at least as a healer, as a therapist, is to serve others from that place of, um, from that place of depth in myself to help others see their own depth, right? So it's not about forcing, it's about activation. It's about creating spaces um, for people to change you know, people who are ready to change. Um, As healers, as therapists, you know, if you're a healer and therapist who is listening to this, we are not saviors. 
we are not engineers. We are not the repairmen. We are really simply just mirrors. We're sources of inspiration. We are facilitators and spaces in which others can find themselves, in which others can um, be held and be supported as they, and be given the tools and the right guidance in um, being on their own path and coming into their own path and into their own next level and understanding themselves in a deeper way. Like we create the space for that change, but we cannot enforce change. Um, and so, yeah, that has been a massive, massive lesson for me as well. Um, and oh my gosh, talking about all these lessons today, all these reflections, um, it almost feels like a weight lifted off my shoulders. Um, I guess I didn't realize how much I really needed to actually reflect stream of consciousness and to talk about these pieces um, and to share them. And, you know, what is actually coming through as I'm saying that is, you know, in all of the episodes that I make, but especially this one, right, in spaces where I show up as my authentic self, where I am sharing vulnerably in my experience, I can only hope that that allows you to see parts of yourself in me and in my story, in my journey. And that allows you to see yourself in a new or different light. Um, and for you to take steps and take action um, and create change for yourself in alignment with whatever that activation is for you. Um, so yeah, I hope that this episode has done that for you in some way. 2023 has been just the most deep and magical year for me yet. Um, I've really held the spectrum on all of it this year. We've gone through a whole roller coaster. Um, and I just want to say that I am very thankful for this community. I'm thankful for, I mean, having started this podcast as well this year and being able to use my voice in this way and to be able to share authentically um, and to be able to get to this place where, yeah, I'm able to just talk about myself in this way. It's something that, oh my gosh, I could not have imagined growing up. Um, you guys might know this about me, but I was someone who was really stifled in my voice. And I was someone who always was really afraid of speaking my truth. And like, when I say afraid, I was, I was absolutely, it was, it was my biggest, I would say it was my biggest block my whole life for like a good 25 years of and more of my life. I really, really struggled with what it meant for me to speak in authenticity and speak my opinion. And so I just wanted to, yeah, to share my gratitude for you witnessing um, my voice in the space. And um, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to leave the episode here. I hope that this has been so fruitful for you.
I hope you have a beautiful um, holiday season as we come upon it. And yeah, I will see you in the next episode. Bye.